blaring our podcast. Nothing is sweeter than Swiftcast. Hey guys. Hey. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to episode 54 of Swiftcast. We have a really exciting episode today because we have a special guest with us. So to introduce our special guest, we have Megan with us here today. You can find Megan on Twitter at TSwiftNZ, and she has this amazing news account. Um, it's always up to date and has really great news, like, immediately. Anytime something is going on with Taylor, she will inform you about it. So we're really glad to have Megan here. And so this week's episode includes me, Steph. Ashley. And our guest, Megan. And me. Yep. <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, so um, I run the T-Swift New Zealand account on Twitter. Hopefully some of you guys follow me on there. So I'm from New Zealand, so updating is kind of difficult at times because of time zones and stuff, but now I like know the time zones are off by heart, and which is kind of good, I guess. Um, but yeah, I love updating and seeing what Taylor's up to and informing you guys about it. And... Yeah, so I actually um, recently moved to America like five weeks ago because you guys all seem to be having like heaps of fun over here. So I thought <laughs> I'd see what, what the craze was. And so I'm, I'm, I'm living in San Francisco. So if anyone's like in the Bay Area and, and, and wants to hang out, that might sound creepy, but I'm kind of <laughs> like a little low on the friend side at the moment. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so these guys have invited me on the podcast and... Yeah, here I am. So do you like San Francisco? I've never actually been there. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's so different from home. It's so busy and pretty and just a big city because my city at home um, is kind of a bit, I guess, like, broken at the moment. We had, like, that earthquake a couple of years ago, so I thought I'd kind of get away while it was, like, being repaired and stuff. And Taylor lives in America, so I thought that was, you know, <laughs> a good place to start. What city are you from in New Zealand? Um, so I'm from Christchurch, which is in the South Island. Okay. Not many people have heard of it. Everyone just kind of assumes I'm from Auckland. Is Auckland far away? Um, yes, Auckland's like in the North Island. It's like a, an hour plane ride away, so it's not too far. But um, that's like the place that Taylor comes when she plays all the concerts and stuff. So even though Taylor comes to New Zealand, I still have to like fly for her shows. But I mean, I'm happy to do that, so... Right, okay. Have you ever seen her in America? Yeah, I came over um, last year in May for the two Phoenix shows. Um, I flew over by myself and it was like the first time like flying by myself and <laughs> it was it was a great experience. But And it was my first time in the pit as well, which, yeah, just, yeah, indescribable. Oh, yeah, you know? so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't even know what was happening. <laughs> So you're here for a year. Hopefully Taylor will have some more shows here while you're here. Yeah, well, hopefully. Otherwise, there's always like release week and stuff, which I'm definitely going to go hang out at. Well, we hopefully will be there too. We're really excited about it. Yeah, I can't wait. So we're going to interview Megan more a little bit later, and we have some great questions to ask her. But for now, we're going to go right into Keeping Up With Swift. So first, we have some voting reminders. Taylor is nominated for four CMT Music Awards, and those are going to air on June 4th at 8 p.m. on the CMT channel. And you can vote for Taylor at www.cmt.com. And it closes on June 2nd, so you have a couple weeks, but make sure you go do it. And her nominations are Video of the Year, which actually Red and Highway Don't Care are both in that category, so she has a really good chance. And then Female Video of the Year for Red. And a Collaborative Video of the Year for Highway Don't Care. And then also she's nominated for six World Music Awards, which you can vote for at worldmusicawards.com. And those are going to air on May 27th, which is pretty soon, actually, just a few days away. And for that, she's nominated for Best Female Artist, Best Entertainer, Best Live Act, Best Album, Best Song for I Knew You Were Trouble, and Best Video for Everything Has Changed. So if you haven't gotten your votes in, now is the time to do it. Just one note about the award shows. Taylor likely will most definitely not be at the CMT Country Music Awards because 
she will be in Asia for the Red Tour, but she may end up being at the World Music Awards. We don't know yet because they're on May 27th and she has a date in Asia on May 30th. It's possible. Uh, just keep an eye out on Megan's Twitter account and our Twitter account and we will keep you informed. And Megan's going to give us some other news. Cool. So um, this week, Taylor was in Nashville for Red Tour rehearsals um, for Asia. So while she was there, she um, visited the Country Music Hall of Fame. She talked to a group of fourth graders, which is really cute. And if you haven't seen the video, you should definitely check it out because um, she performed We Never Ever Getting Back Together and the kids loved it. And she just chatted to them for a while. And she also donated 13 guitars as well because she's just an angel. It was so cute. <laughs> yeah, the kids were so adorable. I think my favorite part was when one of the fourth graders says something like, I wrote a song the other day about my feelings, <laughs> and Taylor's just like, I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, that was so cute. And then when she stole somebody's guitar, can you even imagine Taylor stealing your guitar? Oh, and they were like, oh yeah, can you please use it? <laughs> and Taylor was also in LA recently, so she attended the kids event at Nordstorm. So in the interview, she talks about her style and her style icons, and she also does a few questions and answers. Um, three supervans um, actually got to meet her there as well, so they won the kids' Instagram competition. So you can also see their meet and greet photos. And also, Taylor has been very busy, so she's also been in um, New York as well. So she didn't actually attend the Billboard Awards, but Lord flew out to New York straight after that, and she was seen hanging out with Taylor, and they went out for lunch, and um, Lord also posted a photo on Instagram of a home-cooked meal that Taylor um, cooked for her, so that was really cute. So I guess Lord is probably really huge in New Zealand, right? Yeah, so kind of like the only thing that sort of people recognize from New Zealand is Lord and Lord of the Rings. So <laughs> whenever I sort of like say, oh, I'm from New Zealand, people go, oh, yeah, you've got Lord. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's really cool because I love her. So um, I actually, um, I wrote her a letter like last week because she was feeling a bit like unwell and she had to cancel her Australian tour. So me and a few others like wrote her some letters about like feeling better and stuff. And she tweeted me like a couple of weeks ago saying thank you. So that was really nice wow. of her. Yeah. <laughs> And I also mentioned, like, Taylor in the letter, so, like, I was secretly hoping that she might have mentioned me to Taylor at dinner the other day. Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's pretty likely because, I I mean, I can see that happening. I feel like Lord has learned so much from Taylor about how to handle fame and how to interact with fans. Yeah, yeah, I would, yeah, I kind of, it's quite a high possibility. Yeah, Lord's really good with her fans as well. She's, she's so nice. I remember when, I think it was after the Grammys, was it, that Lord took out an ad in the local paper in New Zealand? Yeah, she, she was, she's all over everything. And like at her old high school, they made like a banner saying like, we're proud of our postcode and stuff. Because, you know, like in her song, how she has that line from the song about like the area code. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty crazy about her. That's so awesome. Have you seen her in concert? Um, I've seen her once. So she, straight after the Grammys, um, she did a concert like two days later in Auckland. So I flew up for that and it was amazing. And she just went on about how she won two Grammys and couldn't believe it. And it was really cute. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. But I haven't met her or anything, but I mean, hopefully one day. I wonder if she'll take cues from Taylor on candling meet and greets and do something similar to Club Red or... Yeah, well, um, after the show, she, she, like, comes out and meets all the fans that have been waiting anyway, so she's really good like oh, that. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. I feel like she's almost probably getting too big to keep doing that. Yeah, it's sort of, I think it's okay at the moment, but, I mean, she's only going to get bigger, so... Anyway, we'll move on from Lord because I could probably talk about her all day. Um... <laughs> So a poster um, from The Given Movie was just released today. Um, so it's got Taylor's character Rosemary on it. Um, and it says the truth lies in her past. So that's really exciting. And the film is out on August 15th in America. So hopefully everyone's going to go see that. And in New Zealand, I'm not quite sure if we're getting that or not. If anyone has seen a trailer for it at the cinema, then let me know and I'll tweet that out. Yeah, I don't know. It could be similar to how One Chance, which was released 
in the UK never actually was released in America. It supposedly is going to be released in August, but yeah, I, I didn't understand that because in New Zealand, it, I think it got like released like first in like New Zealand and Australia because I saw it like literally like a month before it got released like anywhere else. <laughs> wow, I'm so jealous. I was so confused. <laughs> I know, I really want to see it. Yeah, I was like, why isn't it out yet? <laughs> I was just going to buy a DVD, but then I realized UK DVDs don't play on American DVD players, so I can't even do that now. Just have to illegally download it. <laughs> Did you like the movie though? Yeah, yeah, it was it was good. But I mean, I was just really waiting for sweeter than fiction, to be honest. Right. Yeah. Another really exciting piece of news happened just today, where Ingrid Michaelson was talking about Taylor in an interview, and you know, she was just talking about how. She didn't know Taylor was even a fan of hers until March when Taylor made that tweet that we've talked about on the show before when she said, you know, very few things in my life have remained unchanged except for her love of Ingrid um, and some others. So during this interview, Ingrid said, after she realized Taylor was a fan, she says, I met her at an event and we exchanged phone numbers. And I said, if you want to come to my show in New York, and Taylor was like, of course I'll come. She's so famous and busy, you don't expect people like that to show up, but she did. She came and then she tweeted a very sweet tweet. And then everyone and their mother was like, ah, this that girl's got some power. She's got like 40 million followers on Twitter. So yeah, I think I got a lot more Taylor Swift fans as fans. They're very sweet. And then the really the thing that really excited me about this interview was Ingrid talked a little bit about her expectations for album number five. And here's her quote on that. Her latest record has got some amazing pop songs and some really beautiful singer-songwriter songs. She's experimenting with different sounds, and I think we have so many years of her. It's only going to get better and better. So I thought that was cool. Who knows if these two will work together I think it's a definite possibility in the future. I'm so glad that Taylor went to her show. She's always so supportive of people that support her. Yeah. And based on this interview, it seems like Ingrid was really surprised. Yeah. I mean, she's pretty famous herself. Yeah. But yet, I guess from that quote, she thinks that Taylor is more famous than her. Yeah. It's cool to see celebrities get starstruck. Right. (laughs) They're just like us. Uh, Well, this week for our mini segments, we decided to do something a little bit different. We're still going to be talking about Swifty problems and Swifty bucket lists, but we kind of wanted to talk about our own and hear from Megan about her Swifty problems and what's on her Swifty bucket list. So Megan, have you been having any Swifty problems recently? Yeah, well, you know, it's sort of that like international Swifty problem. I mean, I just got a um, question actually um, from a tweet and she wants me to talk about the struggles of being an international Swifty wanting to buy merch, which is probably the um, biggest international Swifty problem because we have in in New Zealand, we have a um, New Zealand slash Oz store. And about a couple of months ago, they only just updated it with a few, like, read stuff, which was great, which was awesome. Like, we loved that. But, you know, it took forever, and it doesn't have near as much stuff as you guys. But, and when they had the um, 13 Days of Taylor stuff for Taylor's birthday and, like, around Christmas time, I actually um, downloaded, like, this uh, secret thing so I could, like, change my location from New Zealand to America so I could, like, just have a look at the store. I just wanted to, yeah, to see what like what heaven you guys were like living in. So <laughs> and then I ended up spending like two hundred dollars and getting it shipped all the way to New Zealand. <laughs> Which was amazing. I mean it was like the best Christmas ever. I treated myself. So if you find a way to visit the website, they'll still ship to you? Well, no, they shipped it to um my friend's brother who lives in America and then he shipped it on to New Zealand. Oh. Yeah. So it it was, like, awfully expensive, but, you know, it was worth it. Right. I mean, there is a website which you can get it shipped to somewhere in America, and then they'll ship on for you, like, if you don't know anyone who lives in America. So that's always an option. That's definitely good to know, because that's, I know that's a swifty problem that we get over and over again from people in all different countries. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be really frustrating. It would really frustrate me. I was, I actually was jealous of Australia and New Zealand because you guys had the signed Speak Now World Tour CD. 
So I actually had somebody from over there send me one, and I paid her back. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that they had that. Yeah, that's like the only thing they had that we didn't have. That's crazy. And it just, it's unfair. I don't know why they don't make the store better for international fans. Yeah, I, I guess um, we can't complain too much because our store's like pretty good, I guess, compared to like the UK store. And I mean, some countries don't even have a store, so. Well, I think there should just be physical stores everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the dream. And actually, just so you guys know, if anybody is going to CMA Fest in Nashville next month, I usually go, but I'm not going this year, unfortunately. But I heard that in the Fanfare Hall, which is like the main convention center where all the activities are, that they're going to have an all Taylor merchandise booth. I want to go solely <laughs> for that. I know. Well, I already have like three people promising to send me pictures of what's there and said that I can send them money if I want anything and they'll get it for me. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, was really concerned about it, even though I have so much stuff and no room to put any of it. Oh, you can always get more stuff. You always need more. <laughs> well, I have a feeling that they're going to have a lot of the red merchandise on sale because it seems like they're trying to clear it out to make room for, I assume, new things coming later in the summer. Yeah, that's true. That's really exciting. And aside from that, the big machine booth usually always has really good deals on like Taylor stuff that you can't get everywhere. Like the past couple of years, they've had the Fearless box set for like, I think only 10 or $15 and they have all the CDs and they have like the rare version of the debut album and all sorts of cool stuff. So if you're going or if you know anyone going that can check it out for you, definitely you should do that. So do you have any other Swifty problems, Megan? I haven't had any more come in on the Twitter, but I'm trying to think. Um, I guess just the merch stuff again. I mean, our merch is like three times as expensive as the American store. I don't know why. That's probably because of like conversion, but yeah, it's pretty crazy. Hmm. Um, I guess time zones. I mean, when Taylor was in New Zealand and Australia, it was like the dream. Like she was, I felt like I was so close to her just because she was literally like on the same time zone as me. It was pretty crazy, but. So New Zealand is like a day ahead of America, but five hours behind. So I kind of like when I when I was in New Zealand, I kind of felt like I was living in the future. Yeah. When I tweeted out dates and stuff, like I'd always get really like confused about which date to put. That would be really confusing. Now I'm in America, so I know which time like the candidates come out and I'm so up to date. <laughs> Well, I have a Swifty problem that was a problem for a long time that I just recently solved. Ooh, what was it? I have never been able to track down one of the hand heart keychains. Oh, I think I have two of those. Oh, well, I guess I should have asked you sooner then. <laughs> but I've, just, I've always wanted one for my keys, and I just got one on eBay for $7, so I'm happy with that. It's a good deal. Yeah. I don't even know if it's new or if it's used, but I really don't care. Yeah, sometimes eBay does serve as a Swifty solution to Swifty problems. Um, I had a Swifty problem a couple weeks ago that I meant to talk about and I never did. So I'll just talk about it now. Sometimes I go into Victoria's Secret and at the back of their store, they have this enormous flat screen TV. It takes up like a whole wall. And every time I go in there, they're playing the Victoria's Secret fashion show. And I just stand there in front of the screen and wait until Taylor's on. And then I just end up standing there for like 15 minutes and people are like staring at me. And then um, <laughs> when she's actually on and she's like, you can see she's performing trouble. It's hard for me not to like sing, you know, even though there's no sound, which is really frustrating. <laughs> but I don't know. I tend to get in these. Last week I was talking about how I was at a restaurant and today was a fairy tale came on and I just wanted to sing and dance and I probably looked really stupid. But I'm always in these like public situations where Taylor somehow is on TV or on the radio or something and I end up embarrassing myself. But, you know, whatever. Or like in conversations when people kind of say something like, oh, I don't know about you. And then you kind of want to finish like by singing, but you can't. <laughs> yes, that definitely has happened to me. Yeah. Speaking of Victoria's Secret, I still wish that they would come out with, like, a pink line designed by Taylor. Oh, that would be amazing. Megan, do you have anything on your Swifty bucket list you wanted to talk about? Um, so is this, like, a, something that I want to happen with Taylor-related? Yeah. Well, last week was pretty crazy. Um, I actually got to meet Ed Sheeran, and I got a photo with him. 
Oh, you did? Yeah, I got a piggyback photo with him. So I guess like my Swifty bucket list would to um, show Taylor the photo and see if we could like outdo the piggyback because I think she'd be like real competitive. Oh my gosh, is this on your Twitter? I need to see this picture. Oh, the photo. Oh yeah, it's on my um my personal Twitter. I didn't kind of want want to brag about it on my other one. I'll find it later, but that sounds so amazing. Yeah, I was just kind of like, oh, um, so the dream's kind of been to, like, have a piggyback photo. And then he was like, oh, yeah, hop on. And then, like, bent over, and I was like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? (laughs) That is so great. I mean, like, to have a piggyback photo with Taylor would be amazing. I'm not quite sure who would hop on who, but, yeah, it would just be the dream. I'm looking at it right now. This is, like, the best thing I've ever seen. Oh, you found it already? (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty quick. Yeah, it's it's turned out really well. Was that from like a radio competition that you won? Yeah. Um he so he came to like San Francisco and I found out like two days before and then like two days later I was like sitting on his back, so it was pretty crazy. <laughs> wow. Did he also perform? Yeah, so he did like um a we like uh interview and then he performed uh three songs and I was like I could, like, touch him while he was performing. Not that I did, but that's just, like, how close I was. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, America's doing, like, wonders for me already. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I, along with a couple of our other hosts, got to meet him in the airport in Nashville right after the last Red Show. Oh, cool. That's so lucky. Yeah, it was the, like, craziest coincidence. We were flying home the next day, and... I had to catch a flight to Chicago. We were all on different flights and he was at my gate getting on the same flight because he was going to connect in Chicago to go to England. Oh, that's so cool. Did you chat to him? Uh, Yeah, a little bit. People started swarming him, so it got crazy, but we each got a photo and it was just so much fun. It was the perfect end to the tour. Yeah, I can imagine. That's awesome. Imagine if you got to sit next to him. Well, it was crazy because on the when we boarded the flight, he was like in the front row and I was like towards the back, but I was listening to his music while staring at the back of his head. <laughs> That's amazing. He's just the nicest guy. Yeah, he's so nice. I'm going to see him next month in New York, and so I'll try to meet him. I probably won't, but I'll try. Yeah, I hope you do. Uh, next, we're going to talk a little bit about what Taylor wore last week and within the last couple of days for our fashion segment. And if you want more information on what we talk about during this segment, please visit taylorswiftstyle.net and you can find pictures and links there. Um, on May 19th, Taylor was out and about New York with Lord. Taylor wore this really gorgeous red dress and a really cute headband with a dress. The red dress is called the A-Line dress. It's from Oscar de la Renta and it retails at $1,890. It's a little steep, maybe. And the headband is much more affordable, though. It was this red and pink flowery headband and it's called the Niawatu headband. It's from Anthropology, and it's only $32. She also wore these five-inch heels, which they were so tall. Like, I would love to see how much she would tower over me if I were standing beside her when she was in those heels. Uh, but those were called the Peep Toe Slingback Sandal from Prada. They are not currently available, but you can check out Nordstrom's website in case they're restocked later. And then Taylor carried her Todd's Stella tote bag, which costs $1,898, and that's available at farfetch.com. And so we actually just tracked down a dress that Taylor wore back in April. On April 28th, she wore this black floral vintage dress, which is from ModCloth, and it's called the One Floral All for One dress, and it's $139.99. And with that, she wore some green heels, which are called the Bernadine suede heel, and they're made by Shelley's, and they're on Amazon for the low price of only twenty nine ninety nine. It's affordable. It's so crazy to me that one second she can be wearing like two thousand dollar shoes, and the next she can be wearing like ten dollar ones. Right, but she makes like the ten dollar things look like they're worth two thousand. Right, you know? and people would pay that to dress like her anyway. I find it so crazy, like, walking, like, out on the street, like, I walked past, um, like, Anthropology the other day, and I was just like, oh my god, this is Taylor shops, because, like, we don't have any of those shops in New Zealand, like, none. <laughs> oh, really? I thought they, there was an 
anthropology there. Maybe in Auckland. I mean, Auckland has a few, few of them, but yeah, Christchurch has, has nothing. Wow. Yeah, that would be frustrating. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. And I went into like Urban Outfitters the other day and was just like looking for all the Taylor stuff and it was so fun. <laughs> Did you get anything? No, I didn't. I was... I couldn't find anything. I guess it had, like, all gone on sale and gone already or something. Oh, well, one note for people, uh, Urban Outfitters, she wore this really pretty blue dress that had, like, yellow flowers on it. Yeah, that's the one I was looking for. It's still available online. Oh. So you might want to check that out. They do free shipping and free returns. Oh, that's good to know. Uh, well, next we're going to move into our main discussion, and we just want to talk to Megan about all about you know being a Taylor fan and you guys have submitted some questions so we'll cover those. One thing I wanted to ask Megan was about her experience with meeting Taylor just recently right this past tour? Um, Yes yeah, so it was in uh, November so it was November 30th. Wow. It was um, the second night so she did three shows and I got to meet her on the second night. And did you go to all three shows? Yeah yeah of course. Yeah, that was. (laughs) So, how did you get to meet her? So, it was pretty crazy. Um, My friend ended up, like, actually winning, like, a radio contest, and she got a plus one. And so, I mean, who else was she going to (laughs) take? She had to pick me. That was just really lucky. How far in advance did you know you were going to meet her? Um, I think it was uh, a couple of weeks, maybe, like, three, three weeks or so. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So you had time to prepare. Yeah, it was... I still wasn't prepared. <laughs> I mean, you can never really be prepared for that moment. No, I mean, I had two months to prepare and it wasn't enough. Yeah. So if you could just kind of describe what it was like, like, what did you guys talk about? Where did you... I feel like I would fall apart maybe either during or definitely after. Um, we all kind of had to like line up and they took us like backstage into like this weird room and it was like ticky themed. Like it had like palm trees and like weird like ticky masks and stuff. And I was like, what is this? And then that room ended up being like Club Red room. But I guess they tried to like New Zealand theme it or something. <laughs> I'm not quite sure, but it was pretty funny. Um, I guess they had like the Club Red stuff already set up in Australia. So yeah, we got, we had Club Tiki in New Zealand. Um, so we all like sat, um, like on a seat in there and then like she was behind the curtain and you could kind of like see her while you were lining up and that just, you know, was, that just was crazy. That was for me the moment when I felt like I was going to pass out because there yeah. was a good like 10 minutes where I was just waiting and I like kept seeing glimpses of her and hearing her. Yeah, ex- yeah, it was just, I was just like, oh, this is really happening. And then they were playing, um, like, music, and then, like, Cruise came on, like, um, Florida Georgia Line, and me, me and my friends were just, went crazy. We danced so hard, and no one else in the room seemed to know the song. I was really confused, and they just thought we were all crazy, but that kind of, like, amped me up for it, and I kind of felt a bit more ready after that. And I think she might have, like, seen us dancing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and then, so me and my friend um, ended up getting, like, separate time with her and, like, a separate photo, which was kind of cool, because then I got to talk to her about myself. Yeah, and then I had a painting that I painted for her, um, just of, like, a shot from the Red Tour from Holy Ground when she's, like, doing the dancing, so I painted that for her. Yeah, so they they said I could give it to her, so I gave it to her, and she just couldn't really stop looking at it, which was kind of, like, good and bad, because I wanted her to look at me, but also to, like, like the painting, so, (laughs) yeah. No, she loved it, and then I just told her how I flew to America, and she said that was awesome, and, yep, it kind of went really quickly, and is kind of a blur, but, I mean, I hugged her and said I love her, and said thank you and so it was kind of perfect like I said everything I wanted to and yeah I mean it was only a minute it was like exactly a minute but it was like the best minute of my life so oh yeah that would be the best minute of my life too uh yeah I didn't cry though but like as soon as I left the room like I I think they kind of had to push me out of the room because I like wasn't gonna like leave (laughs) (laughs) um and then after I just like broke down and cried like a river so yeah I'm hoping, like, if I ever meet her, that that's what would happen to me. That I could hold it together while I'm there, and then after, yeah, you know, cry the river. 
yeah, I, I don't know how I pulled that off, but and then that kind of worked out extra good too, because um, all my other friends were like doing the same thing, so we were all just crying and like hugging each other. <laughs> and then um, Mama Swift walks past, and she's like, "Oh, hi, girls!" And we were like, "Oh my God, hi!" Like Taylor's so amazing, blah blah blah. And then she was like, "Oh well, um, do you guys like where are you guys sitting tonight?" And we were like, "Oh, we're like by the B stage." And she was like, "Oh well, I'll give you guys pit passes." So she like gave us pit passes, and then we were just wow. chatting for a while. We were all like bawling our eyes out, and then she was like, "Oh." Oh, actually why don't you guys like come into the sound booth during meme so then that happened and yeah that was just made the night even cooler than it already was <laughs> so like we got to hang out with like mama swift in the sound booth during the b stage songs mm-hmm. yeah and taylor i think she like saw us all down in there together and kind of like i think like in her head she was like oh so like all those girls are friends so that was really cool Wow, that's awesome. And then after the B stage, did you get to go back to the pit? Yes, then we just went back into the pit and danced our butts off. Wow, that sounds like absolutely the most perfect, amazing night. Yeah, it it was. I just, I still don't even know how it happened. Yeah, it couldn't have like been better, really. That's, I mean, other than hanging out with Mama Swift and going to the pit, your whole meet and greet experience sounds so similar to mine. Yeah, because I think, like, all the pre-meeting greets are, like, kind of, you get, like, a minute or so, so it's kind of, like, I guess you kind of, like, say everything you want to, but, oh, yeah, I don't know, how was yours? Like, what did, did you say everything you wanted to, and? I think most things, I mean, I had so many things that, like, there's just, I knew there wouldn't be enough time, so I said, you know, the most important things, and I gave them a gift, and I got to say thank you, and I love you, and that's all I really cared about. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's exactly the same as me. I mean, I had like a whole list of stuff I wanted to like chat about, but I mean, I said the main stuff. I was going to request a song for the B stage and I just completely forgot. Like it didn't even come into my head until I left. <laughs> oh, I had I had it written down in my hand, but I just didn't get to it. So <laughs> and she didn't do B stage songs in New Zealand anyway, so That's right. Well, for me it w- was fine because the really sweet girl who was in line in front of me who went right before me had a request so Taylor played and dedicated it to her so oh that's so cute that she got that yeah yeah it was so cool just like meeting like the other people in the line as well I know I still talk to the people that I met in the line (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I'm like best friends with like the people I went with now that's so cool yeah they're awesome uh we had somebody ask a question this is from at autumn king underscore and she wants to know how you felt when Taylor retweeted you. Oh, yeah, that that was a, a great day. I, I was actually at work, like, by myself. So I, I work in, well, I worked in, um, like, just a retail store. And I was actually on by myself because it was kind of, like, late at night and we were just about to close. Um, and then I went and checked my phone and I literally had, like, a thousand notifications. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? Like... like who's died like I was literally like what is what is going on and then I found out like Taylor retweeted me and I literally fell on the ground and was like lying on the cold hard ground for like the rest of my shift (laughs) and like customers were coming in and like I was just couldn't get up yeah it was it was crazy I just didn't understand it (laughs) so was this back when she was retweeting people for votes yeah so it was um about voting for her yeah so she retweeted the 10 people or something I can't quite remember but that was a great achievement yeah that's awesome was there anything else like really memorable or that you really enjoyed about the red tour besides obviously just how amazing the show was um I think like it it was really cool um just like seeing like all the New Zealand fans like come together and because she did three shows at the same arena and they were all sold out like it was just awesome to see like the support she has here and like why she keeps coming back and just meeting other fans and stuff me and my friends um that I run like this New Zealand fan Facebook page with we made signs that said you made us proud and we handed them out to like everyone before the show and so they could like hold them up during um red and like it was real cool because heaps people like like oh that's so cool and they'd help us like hand out the signs and yeah everyone was just real lovely and yeah it was cool to see like the support that taylor has here i was really hoping and expecting that there would have been special guests in australia or new zealand yeah me too yeah well um lord actually was in the sound booth on the 
first night of the show so I thought that she might have like performed with her I think Taylor well in my opinion I think Taylor might have asked her but she said no I don't know why I I think she might have asked her but she said no which is fine I mean that's cool yeah maybe she just wanted to watch the show and didn't want to like steal her spotlight or whatever yeah and I think they are quite like different genres so yeah I don't know Lord looked like she was having a real good time so that was cool but yeah, I thought she might have done like special guests in Australia or something, but I guess it's hard to organize and, and things like that and it depends on people's schedules and stuff. I really want her to have Keith Urban as a guest someday. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. I love him. So since you got to see it in New Zealand and in America, what do you think was the biggest difference? Stay, stay, stay. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, even we had to miss it toward the end. Though. Oh, that's right. Um, and she also didn't, she did You Belong With Me on the B stage, um, like acoustic in New Zealand, rather than the big, like, uh, performance on the main stage. Right. So, I mean, American show was crazy. It was cool. Like, the arenas are so much bigger than the New Zealand one, which was cool as well. But yeah, so her show was like quite a lot shorter in New Zealand, but I mean, I got to see it three nights in a row, so I'm not complaining at all. <laughs> she would have been so tired after doing three nights in a row. A question on Twitter that we have from at EKL99Swift. She wanted to know what was your favorite outfit at the Red Tour? What was my favorite outfit? Um, I think the treacherous outfit. The black top and the white tutu skirt. It was so pretty. Um, and just like watching her like walk across the beam in it was awesome. Actually, in New Zealand, she nearly, oh, she didn't nearly fall off, but she had, like, a wee, like, wobble, where I was, like, I kind of, like, her life flashed before my eyes, and kind of my (laughs) life flashed before my eyes at that point as well. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, but no, she was fine. But, yeah. Was it when you were in the pit? Yeah, yeah, so. You would have caught her. Yeah, I I definitely would have caught her. She also wobbled (laughs) a bit in, like, um, in Where Never as well, and I actually caught her on video. It's kind of funny because she she kind of like laughs as well. <laughs> yeah, but definitely the treacherous outfit. Yeah, I loved that outfit when, especially when you're in the pit. She's just right in front of you, and she comes out from like the silhouette, like the darkness, and just yeah. There's so many pretty pictures of that silhouette. Yeah. Um, I was gonna ask besides going to concerts and hopefully seeing Taylor, is what other things are I guess on your general bucket list to do while you're in America? Um, so I don't really know. Like, I it kind of all happened really quickly. I got my visa like a month before I had to leave, and then I got my plane ticket like a week before I had to leave. So I wasn't really prepared at all. But um, I just like graduated um doing graphic design, so I guess I came over to like get some experience over here doing like graphic design stuff and. I went to um, Nashville. That was my first stop before I came to San Francisco. So that was my bucket list. And I've already done that. So Oh, awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go back, though. I mean, Nashville was amazing. Like, a week wasn't long enough. <laughs> yeah, love it, though. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was just crazy being there. Like, you see Taylor there in, like, all these photos. And then just actually being there was crazy. I can't think of, like, anything else right now. I mean... I guess just, like, traveling, like, to, like, L.A. and New York and, you know, all the touristy stuff. I love touristy stuff. Disneyland, maybe? Yeah, definitely Disneyland. And I think um, my parents are coming over for Christmas and we're going to go to Vegas for New Year's. (laughs) Oh, that'll be fun. Yes, it'll be funny with my parents. I've never been there. I went when I was, like, 13, so it didn't really mean anything to me then. It was just a whole lot of lights. Well, I'm glad that you're enjoying America so far, and it sounds like you've already accomplished a lot. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, hopefully there's more random stuff happening with regards to, like, meeting Ed Sheeran and stuff like that. I was going to say, just that photo, I think, makes your whole time in America worthwhile. You don't really need to accomplish (laughs) anything else. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like, I've met, like, all my favorite, like, artists in under six months. I met all of them, which is, I don't even know how it happened. Like, I um, I met Taylor in November, and then when I came to Nashville, I met Demi Lovato. Oh, cool. I met Ali Golding in San Francisco, like, a week later, and I met Danielle Heim from Heim, and then I met Ed. So, I kind of got all my favorites. That's so cool. Wow. Just haven't got Lord. 
she's the hottest, which is pretty ironic because she's from New Zealand. No, I definitely think you will sometime soon. Yeah, but yeah, no, America's great. Uh, one question we had on Twitter from at TSwift underscore updating. She wants to know how you manage, we, we kind of already touched on this a little bit, but her question's a little bit more specific. How do you manage to update things when Taylor is in the States and you're in New Zealand because of the time zones? Do you have any tricks on how to handle it? I mean, I don't sleep that much, so, and I kind of just always have my phone with me and, like, check stuff out and see if there's any candids for the day and any news. I don't know, I kind of just... It's kind of bad, but I'm just kind of always on Twitter. Like, if I'm not on Twitter, I can be on Twitter in, like, two seconds. That's not a bad thing. Your account is really always up to date. I've always wondered that, too. How does... When does she sleep? Oh, thank you. I mean, I I try really hard. I do. But I enjoy it as well. One thing I was wondering, did you get to see the Fearless tour in New Zealand? No, it never came to New Zealand. It came to Australia, but I mean, I was quite young then and couldn't have travelled by myself or anything, so... Okay. No, I, I missed that, which sucks, but um, no, she came for Speak Now, so that was, that was cool. So you, the first tour you got to see was Speak Now? Yeah, so she, she did three shows for that. Okay. So what was your favourite part about the Speak Now tour? Ooh, um... Probably haunted with like the bows and stuff, and it was just so dramatic and awesome. I love that part too. Yeah, that's a hard question. I just I I love love that whole tour to be honest. It was like the first time I've I'd ever seen her. So like when she came out, I was just like going crazy and couldn't believe like that it was happening. So did you become a fan around the Fearless era and then you just, you had to wait all that time? I mean, yeah, I was a fan and I loved her so much, but after seeing her on Speak Now, it was just like, bam, this is my life now. (laughs) (laughs) If if that kind of makes, does that make sense? I don't know. Oh, absolutely. I've been going to see Taylor in concert since 2007. That's awesome. And I had to wait. I saw Speak Now in July of 2011, and then I didn't see Red until April of 2013. So going that, like, almost two years was terrible. Yeah. That's that's kind of like the period we're in at the moment, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's why I broke down and flew to Vegas for iHeartRadio, because I couldn't wait it out until the Red Tour. Yeah, that's like, I flew to America, because um, I don't think she'd announced New Zealand dates then, so I was like, oh man, I've got, I've got to see her again. <laughs> So I just booked America. And now you'll be here, which is awesome. Yeah, I kind of came at the bad time, I guess, because she's not really, like, touring here, but oh well. Will you be here till, like, next summer? So um, um, hopefully I'll be here till, like, next April. I don't really know the se- the seasons. It's... Oh, okay. Yeah, that's kind of spring here. Okay. Okay, but if she goes with the usual tour schedule, she'll probably start in March. Yeah. So so hopefully you can, like, just jam a bunch of shows in. Yeah. <laughs> I would stay longer if I could, but my visa's only a year, and I can't extend it. But if if I was here for the whole of next year, I'd definitely try to go as like, many shows as I could. I know Sammy, she went to 22 or something. I'd definitely be, like, going to 22. It's <laughs> a good number. Yeah, it's great. Well, hopefully we'll get to meet up with you in person at some point somewhere. Yeah, I know. I've got so many people that I want to meet just in person because I mean I chat to people online all the time but it's just so much cooler to meet them face to face maybe at release week yeah yeah we all are planning on going yeah that'd be awesome uh we have one last question from twitter and this is also from at ekl99swift and she wants to know what and we again kind of touched on this a little bit earlier but what piece of merchandise do you wish you could buy in new zealand australia that you couldn't buy when you were there um well it was the um do you guys call it like a jersey like the football jersey mm-hmm. with the 13 on the back yeah it was that mm-hmm. but then I went crazy at the in the American store when I secretly went online and and so I bought it yeah <laughs> but it was that I've been I've been wanting that for so long they had it here in New Zealand like at the um at the show but it was like a hundred dollars <laughs> so I was like mm, can't really afford it Ashley, you have that one, right? Yeah, I also got it during the 13 Days of Taylor, and I'm glad I waited because it was so much cheaper then. Yeah, me too. I'm so stoked. I love it so much. 
The only time I've ever worn it is during our live video chat for Swiftcast. Awesome. Yeah, it's like my favorite like pajama top. Actually, I wear it out, so like yeah, <laughs> just wear it too much. Well, thank you everyone for submitting some really great questions for Megan. Yeah, thanks guys. And like I said earlier, definitely follow her at TSwiftNZ. Next, uh, we're going to cover a quick fan project for the upcoming dates in Asia. And what's happening is seven countries in Asia are actually coordinating a video for Taylor. And so the video is going to feature each country lip syncing a portion of We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. And so each country is going to schedule a date, time, and venue for all fans of that country to meet up. And fans are encouraged to dress up in costumes and they're going to record the lip syncing portion and then put it all together and they plan to then give the video to Taylor. So here's the contact information for each country so you can sign up and learn about the filming dates, times, and venue locations. For Indonesia, contact at swiftindonesia underscore, Philippines at tswiftph, Thailand at tswiftthailand, Vietnam at tswiftvietnam, Malaysia at tswiftmy, South Korea at redtourasia, and Singapore is at redtoursg. And if you need more information on this fan project, you can search hashtag Red Tour Asia Movement on Twitter. And next, in relation to that, we're going to give you a quick recap on the upcoming Red Tour dates in Asia. Yeah, so the Red Tour Asia is actually like just a, about a week away, which is so, so exciting. Um, so the first date is May 30th in Shanghai, China. And then we've got June 1st um, in Tokyo, Japan. Then June 4th in Jakarta, which is in Indonesia. Then June 6th, Manila, Philippines. June 9th, Bangkok, Thailand. June 11th, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. And then lastly, in June 12th in Singapore. And um, Taylor is also teaming up with Toyota um, for a road safety campaign for the Asian League of the Tour. So it's she did like a wee um, safety video, so... Go check that out. And she's also teamed up with AirAsia. And they've um, actually painted like an entire plane with like the Red Tour stuff on it. They haven't um, released like a photo of it completely finished, but that's still pretty exciting. I can't wait to see it. I think Taylor herself might even be flying on it. So that's cool. When I saw that she was doing that road safety video, that made me think of um, the Instagram comment that she left for someone a couple weeks ago. Do you remember that? Oh, which one? Sorry. Someone told her on Instagram that they just got their driver's license and she was giving them tips oh, on that's what right. not to do in the car. She was definitely fueling the Toyota campaign. <laughs> she was like, don't let a wild animal sit loose in your car. And I definitely don't know this from personal experience. Yeah, that was a great Instagram comment. For me, this video reminded me of how her f- first car was actually a Toyota and she named her car Toyota. <laughs> Which I always thought was really cute. Because even when she was like really blowing up, she still talked about how she had a Toyota. And I love that she always teams up with products that she actually cares about and likes and uses. Definitely. So we want to remind you about our giveaway that's still going on. We're giving one person a chance to win the rare Taylor Swift card game, which is something that Taylor sent out to voters for this 2013 CMA Awards and this is very rare you can't really buy it anywhere but it's very cool and if you want a chance to win you can go to our Twitter at Swiftcast13 or go to Swiftcast13.com to our homepage and you'll see a link to the survey and it only takes about a minute to complete and you can get one entry per person it's open worldwide and everyone that enters is put into a random drawing and on May 31st we are going to pick and announce a winner so make sure you get in on that. And finally, we want to give you some reminders. Please press the subscribe button on iTunes. That will download the latest episode for you automatically and you won't have to go search for it or anything. If you want to contact us on Taylor Connect, we are SwiftCast13. On Twitter, we're at SwiftCast13. Our email is theswiftcast13 at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Swiftcast. And our website is swiftcast13.com. And finally, we want to talk about what we think Taylor will do next week. 
So next week, Taylor will... I think that Taylor is going to tweet you, Megan, and tell you that Lori had told her all about your letter. <laughs> that would be the dream. <laughs> she can comment on my Instagram if she wants to. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely think Taylor's due for some Instagram commenting. Oh, she commented on some this morning. Sorry, I haven't tweeted that out yet. Yeah, how are we going to know if you don't put it on your account? We depend on you. Sorry, guys, letting you down. <laughs> I, I put it on Tumblr, but I haven't quite got to t- Twitter yet. I wasn't sure if anyone was interested or not. Yeah, I was wondering why she hadn't done it in a few days. I, I've only found two comments, but I'll, I'll keep looking. Um, this isn't about Taylor, but I think next week, Meredith. I think I really want Meredith to meet Graham, Ed's cat. So next week, Meredith will meet Graham. They'll fall in love. I think they should, definitely. Yeah. Maybe then, since Ed doesn't like to put real people in his videos, his next video, can the, the lovers can just be played by the cats. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be amazing. You should tell him that. He'll probably do it. <laughs> Ed, if you're listening, I take full credit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely agree with Ashley. I think Lord is going to tell... Even if there's no Instagram comment, I think Laura's going to tell Taylor about the letter. And I also think Taylor will show up at the World Music Awards. Yeah, because she missed the billboards, so I think she'll she'll make an appearance at that one. Yeah, who knows? Maybe she'll... Well, I really don't think she'll perform, but it would be awesome if she somehow did a surprise performance or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. Joey with Lord. Well, thanks again so much to Megan for joining us. Please go follow her on Twitter, at TSwiftNZ. You will not regret it. And thanks so much for coming on. Definitely come back. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to come back. It was fun. Hopefully I didn't sound too weird. I'm sure everybody loves your accent. <laughs> Definitely. I could listen to it all day. You guys will be listening to this episode on repeat. Well, for now, this has been Steph. Ashley. And Megan. And we will see you next week for episode 55. Woohoo. Thanks, guys. Peace out, Swift Scouts. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management.